Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you've got your Bibles, open with me to Luke chapter 10. I'm just going to preach through the rain, okay? I'm just going to take it up a level. If it rains harder, I'm going to start yelling more. Just kidding. It's quite like nice, isn't it? It's almost like white noise. But here in Luke chapter 10, this is an amazing passage of Scripture. This is where Jesus appoints... Um, 72 others other than the disciples to go out and they go out two by two and it's in Luke it's only recorded in Luke and it's really an amazing passage of scripture I'm not going to read the whole, all of the 23 um, verses but you know the story where he, sa- he sends them out ahead of him and he says go and do these things go into the, the cities and go and um, go to the house and, and when you show up in the house say peace be to you and if there's peace there let peace um, rest on that person and He says, but don't go from house to house. He says, just take whatever food's given to you in different towns, but whatever you do, go there, heal the sick and tell them that the kingdom of heaven is near. So this is that moment when he's doing that. He's sending them out and he's telling them to do these things. And then there's this part in verse 16 where he says, the one who hears me, speaking of the message that they send, he says, the one who hears you, hears me. And the one who rejects you, rejects me. And the one who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. And then the very next verse, it's sort of like we skip forward to the moment when they come back. And it says in verse 17, the 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I just want to stop there. So they've come back and been like, God, this is amazing. Um, Even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he's like, you know what? I saw I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. In other words, no big deal. It's not the point here. But he goes on, he says, And I said, um, Behold, I've given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In that same hour, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things, everybody say all things, have been handed over to me by my Father. And no one knows who the Son is except the Father or who the Father is except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. And then this is the verse I want to zero in on right now. Zoom in on this, verse 23. Then turning to the disciples, he said privately, blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. I want to preach a message today. This is the title, A Blessed receptivity. A blessed receptivity. Let's pray. God, I just thank you right now for the rain. Lord, I thank you that it's raining outside, but you want to rain in here. 
You want to reign with your love, your mercy and your grace upon your people. So Father, I pray you'd bless the Word today. Father, no matter what people have come in with, Lord, I thank You that You've got an answer for them, that it's in Your house that answers are found in Christ. And so God, I thank You that that You're going to deliver today. You're going to deliver upon Your people. You're going to give us all that we need, that we're going to be equipped as we leave this place. Thank You, Lord, that being in Your house is great. And we're just grateful today for Jesus. We're grateful for the cross. We're grateful for the resurrection. Lord, we're grateful for so many things, Lord, but most of all, we're grateful for You. And Lord, we thank You for Colonial Kids as well. We pray they have an amazing time in church. In Jesus' Name. And we all said? Then turning to the disciples, He said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. That's what He said to the disciples. And that's the verse that I just can't move away from right now. In this time, I can't get away from this verse. And I pray you'd catch this spirit today. That that God wants you to have exactly what Jesus told the disciples that they had which are eyes that are blessed to see what we get to see. There are eyes that we can have and there are ears that God wants us to have that are blessed to have what God wants us to have. There's common sense, but there's also revelation sense. I wonder which one you would rather. Let me ask you a question. Which one does God want you to have? Good old fashioned common sense? or revelation sense? Which one does God want you to have? Well, I'm here today to tell you He wants you to see what He sees. He wants you to hear what He is speaking into your life. He wants you to know, listen to me, what He knows. Once you've seen God move in your life, you know it. Once you've heard His voice speak into your life, you know it. And I just want to encourage you, when you see what He's showing you and you're hearing what He's saying, you're on your way to truly knowing who God is. Did you hear what I just said? When you've seen God move and you've heard Him speak in a certain way, can I just encourage you, you are well on your way to knowing who God is and knowing His nature and knowing His purpose for your life. This is what I call blessed receptivity. Oswald Chambers, the great Bible teacher and preacher whose devotional is in our storehouse. I read it every single day. He said this recently. He said, nothing Jesus Christ ever said is common sense. It is revelation sense. It reaches the shores where common sense fails. I want to read that again. Nothing Jesus Christ ever said is common sense. It's revelation sense. It reaches the shores where common sense fails. You ever had God say something to you or sense Him speaking to you and then you've put that up against maybe what the world's perspective or what that thing is and just thought, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. How can that work in the world that I live in? But here's the thing about the life of faith as a believer, what God says doesn't always make sense to the world doesn't always make perfect sense in the culture that we live in. And here in Luke Luke chapter 10, Jesus is sending out the 72 with a specific task, a specific message. He says, go on ahead of me. Heal the sick, spread the word that the kingdom of heaven 
is near and that he would come and that they would get to see. But he warns them. He warns the 72. He says, if they don't see what I am doing, if they don't hear what the message that I am bringing, he says, move on. He says, don't waste your time. Shake off the dust. Move on. Don't waste your time. They're not receiving what is happening. They don't have a spirit of receptivity. It was the message that was coming into the cities and the towns and there was a warning that came with it. He said, if there's no receptivity to the things of God, no willingness to receive, they were to move on. In verse 22, he says, all things have been handed over to me by my Father and no one knows the Son who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son. This word know is the, the Hebrew word yada. And that word means to know without a shadow of a doubt. To know that you know that you know. Like you know. And that's the word that Jesus uses here. He says all those things, all the knowing, all the understanding, all the revelation, He says has been given to me. And I just want to encourage you that, that God wants you to have this kind of knowledge of who He is, this kind of knowledge, this kind of knowing, this kind of yada. That is who, that is what God wants you to have. That kind of blessed receptivity. I'll say it the way Jesus said it. He wants you to have those eyes. He wants you to have those ears. He wants you to have the kind of life of faith that no matter what you go through, that you're seeing what God is doing, you're hearing the message that He has for you. But to do it, you're going to need a spirit of receptivity. What is receptivity? It's an openness to people, an openness to God and to, to His truth. It's an attitude which God desires and which He shows to all who call upon Him. It's an openness to God, to what He wants to do into your life. Jesus called it having an eye that sees and an ear that hears. I wonder in your life, when you see things happen, do you see your perspective or do you try to see God's perspective? When you, when you hear of something in the news or you, when you hear of a, a report, maybe a bad report or maybe a good report, I wonder what kind of ears listen to that report, listen to that thing. Is it an ear that hears from the Lord? I pray that we'd be people that are opened up to receive like that from God, to have that kind of receptive spirit in the faith realm, in the, the supernatural realm to receive what God is saying. I want to be the type of person that gets God's view, not the world's view. That hears God's message, not hears what the world's saying. Because I want to see what God sees and I want to hear God's sound. You ever wondered what God's sound is? The Bible talks about in the very beginning that, that Adam and Eve, they walked with God in the cool of the day. They could hear. Could you imagine hearing the sound of God walking through the garden? But here's the truth today is that's not, that's not limited out for us. That's not taken away from us. We can actually hear His sound, but the world thinks the sound of God would be like something loud and by lightning. But we know through the Word of God, it's more like a whisper. It's more like a breeze, like the Spirit coming through our lives. But how do we get it? How do we, how do we get that message? How do we hear what God is doing? We need a spirit 
of receptivity. How do you live with a spirit of receptivity? Two things you need. Number one, you need to start with a heart. You need to have a heart that's receptive. I'm believing this message is going to help someone today. I believe that this is going to be a breakthrough message for you to begin to receive more from God, that God's going to start to speak more into your life because you've just been opened up to the things of God because you're starting with a heart, a heart that's receptive, a heart that's soft and open before the Lord to receive from Him. A heart, a soul, an inner man that's open before the Lord. The Bible talks about the heart as like the wellspring of life and to protect it and nurture it and take care of it, to understand its power. Because what's on the inside eventually becomes visible on the outside. Do you know that? That whatever you receive on the inside of you, it's only a matter of time before it'll become evident on the outside of you. Someone that's become hard of heart or bitter in their heart or they're angry and they might just... They've received some anger and it's now taken up and lodged in their heart. You know, this eventually we're going to see it on the outside of that person because what's on the inside eventually becomes visible on the outside. I wonder if you have a heart that's receptive to receive from the Lord. I wonder even if you've been a Christian a long time, do you still have that kind of heart? The heart's desire to, to receive from God. The Bible says in Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord. Look at this. And He will give you the desires of your heart. It doesn't say that He will give you what you want. It says that He will give you the desires of your heart. He will actually give you those desires. The stuff that He wants. The stuff that He knows is good for you. The stuff that will bless you, that will keep you, that will cause His face to shine upon you. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you those desires. There used to be a time in my life where I thought I knew what I wanted. I wanted this and I wanted that and I wanted this thing and I wanted to be blessed in this way. What's the old saying? Make some plans and God will start laughing at you. I thought I knew what I wanted, but God had some work to do on the inside of me. But it wouldn't happen without a spirit and a heart that's open to receive from the Lord. There's a lot of people out there who think they already have all they need from God. What a sad place to live. God has so much more. God has such such amazing things ahead from you if you'll be open and willing to receive from Him in your heart. If you think you've got all you need from God, can I just encourage you? That's a sign of spiritual unwillingness to receive. The people who live like that, they've stopped being open. There's no spirit of receptivity. The gates aren't open. The light's not on. The door is shut. But then there's people that I've met. And I would say these are the people that I admire the most. It's like they're looking under every single rock. Every nook and cranny, everything that happens, they're searching for the Lord in all of it. Nothing is normal. Everything is from the Lord. Everything that happens in their life, every struggle, every situation, every moment, every twist and turn, they're looking for God. 
They're looking for the purpose. They're looking for the meaning. They're looking for the whisper. They're wanting to hear what He's saying. They're wanting to see what He's doing. I want to be this type of person that receives in that way, that has such a spirit of receptivity. I don't miss anything that God is doing. And that's my prayer for you as well. So how do we have a spirit of receptivity? We've got to start with the heart. I wonder if you have a heart that's receptive to what God wants to do. How do you have a heart that's receptive? Well, first, you've got to understand the power of worship. I mean, do you truly worship? Do you openly abandon yourself in heart-to-heart connection with the Lord? The Bible says in 2 Samuel 6 that David danced before the Lord. He danced with abandonment before the Lord. He wasn't worried about what people would think. Worship creates an opportunity for us to see what God sees. It opens up an opportunity and a connection point for us to hear what He's saying. The amount of times that I've been in spirit-filled worship and there has just been a moment where everything made sense. I just, I was searching, I was needing, I was thinking about things and then it's in a moment of worship in connection with Him, it all made sense. That's the spirit of receptivity that God can use in your life. I want to encourage you today. We don't sing songs in our church. We don't sing songs. We worship the Lord. I want to say something that's might come off a little strong. If you're worried about what people will think of you, that's holding you back from worshipping God, let me ask you something. Why are you letting the fear of man shut the door to the revelation of God? Why would you let that happen? Because of what Joe Blow over there thinks of me. I remember as a young man, the first time that I lifted my hands in worship, I remember that tension, just like it was yesterday. What are people going to think of me? What are people going to say? And I remember there was just that moment where it's like, I don't care anymore. I want to worship the Lord. I want to receive from Him. I want to hear what He's saying. I want to be in relationship with God. I want to worship Him. This is blessed receptivity. Who cares what they think? So you've got to understand the power of worship creates a spirit of receptivity. You've got to feed on the Word. I wonder if you engage with the Word. Do you allow it to be the prevailing voice in your life? I just want to encourage you. There are lots of ideas out there. There are lots of standards out there. There's lots of things out there. But there's nothing that prevails more than this. It will be here forever. But it creates a receptivity. The amount of times I've sat in the Word and I've just seen something. And it's been God speaking. So you feed on the Word. You understand worship. You go to Him in prayer. You begin with thanksgiving and praise and then seek and knock and go in. And that's receptivity. I wonder if you are believing for that. You've got to deal with hardness of heart. Because that will, that will block up the receptivity to hear from the Lord. If you've got anger and bitterness and resentment, any unforgiveness. I love Pastor David's message two weeks ago on the power of forgiveness. Something about that, it just clears the way for God to speak. It clears things up for Him to speak into your life. So number one, you've got to start with the heart. Number two, you've got to engage the mind. 
You've got to determine in yourself a mind that's willing to be used by God to receive from Him. It's the heart and the head, the head and the heart working together. We've got to start with the heart, but then we've got to engage the mind. The Bible says, as a believer in Jesus, do you know that you have the mind of Christ? 1 Corinthians 2 verse 16, For who has understood the mind of the Lord, so as to instruct Him, but we have the mind of Christ. See, so to have a heart that's receptive, you, can, you also got to add a mind and a will, a determination to receive from the Lord. But what for, what's it for? To live for Him, to receive for Him, but to do His work. I love that this passage of Scripture that Jesus sending these guys out, He's sending them out for, with a big message. He's sending them out to get them ready, but He also says, go there and heal the sick. He says, start there. Start by the miracles. Start, show them the great works of God, but then let them know that the kingdom of heaven is near. I just want to encourage you today. The whole point of this message is you can receive from God because He wants to use you. And there are people in here today. I just know there's probably people in here today and you've had the thought, God could never use me. I came here today to preach a message to tell you that God wants to use you. I wonder today if you'd be open and willing to receive, open and willing to engage and have a mind that's determined to say, you know, yeah, I might've lived a life. Yeah, I might've had a journey up until this point, but I'm gonna listen to that preacher today. I'm gonna actually take him on his word and I'm gonna believe today that God will use me. God wants to use you. God will redeem the past. God will take whatever you've learnt up until this point and He'll put His Holy Spirit in it and lives will be changed. There's an old saying, you get what you go for. And in this life, much is true. You often get what you go for. You know, there's this whole thing that's going around right now is like goals, you know, everything goals, goals this, goals that. What about spiritual goals? What about this time of year if we had a goal? To hear from God like we never have before. To to receive from Him like we never have before. Because I believe with a heart that's open, a mind that's willing, in faith, I want to believe for you today that you'll get what the disciples got. Eyes that get to see what God is doing and ears to get to hear His voice in this time, in this season, in Jesus' Name. Would you stand with me? I still believe in doing the cheesy things in church because I believe there's an action to it that connects with our faith. So you can join me. But if you want to, why don't you just open up your hands? And I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you that God downloads to you, that that He deposits a good deposit in you today, that there's a heavenly download. And maybe the prayer is this is just an opening statement, a declaration of faith to say, God, I'm going to choose from this point on to receive from you. Lord, I just thank you right now for blessed receptivity. Lord, for an openness and a willingness, Lord. 
head and the heart working together, God, to receive from You. Father, I pray for our whole church, myself included, that we wouldn't miss what You're doing in this season, that we wouldn't be deaf to what You're saying, that we wouldn't be blind to what You're showing us. Open up our hearts, Lord. Help us to see what You're doing. And my prayer today, Lord, is that You would give us all blessed eyes, blessed receptivity, blessed insight, blessed knowledge. As we receive from You, Lord, we thank You that You're depositing words right now. Father, I thank You that You're giving people gifts right now. God, I thank You in the Name of Jesus, You're healing bodies right now, that You're giving answers to breakthrough right now. Father, I thank You that You're doing so much right now. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.